Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition, a monthly podcast series about Ukrainian tech startups and IT companies and their efforts to go global. Today is Thursday, April 23rd, 2020. Our guest for this episode is Yuri Holozinets, who is the CEO and co-founder of a facial recognition technology company called RiddleTag. Welcome, Yuri. How are you? Hi, Mike. Thank you. I'm fine. How are you? Great, great. Thanks so much for agreeing to come on and uh, have an interview today. So to get started, Yuri, uh, I think it would be great if you can tell our audience something about your educational and personal background. Uh, I'm graduated as a mining engineer, but uh, more than 10 years I spent on the different management position in different companies, different branches uh, like uh, construction, uh, real estate. Uh, so I'm not realized my, my, my background as an engineer. But uh, but now in an IT company, I do that. And were you always with RiddleTag, or were there other companies that you were associated with? Yes, in 2017, I started from scratch from IDEA, and that project, Special Recognition, was named as a face card. And now we're using this name for our cloud product, a face card cloud. So can you tell us a little bit about RiddleTag? How did you come up? with the idea for the company? First concept was to to build a solution based on facial recognition to replace the millions of plastic loyalty cards in retail. And uh, that was the concept. But we felt many times with that concept because uh, the big company who, who provides the loyalty, loyalty program service for their customers, uh, they're not accepting to collab- some collaboration with a uh, small company, all the startups. So that was the first concept. And so I understand that you have offices or your main office is in Lviv in Western Ukraine, but you also have offices in Estonia? We are a Ukraine-based company and we are located physically in Lviv. And in Estonia, we just register our, our company for, uh, for investment purpose. Because when we started negotiation with uh, a few investors, it was a very urgent, urgent topic how to proceed in that way. Because we, 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 it was a risk, risk to take, to take risk to, to lose some money after investment. So we decided to establish company in Estonia, and proceed with uh, with Estonian legal entity. And how large is your company staff wise? How many people are employed? Uh, right now we have seven, uh, seven, seven employees, like seven team members, different roles. And we're expecting to grow for the next few months because we're moving as a forward as an online platform and we are ready to present as a, as a technology vendor our solution for many companies in the world. Yuri, do you, you currently have any clients for your technology? I, I read a little bit about a, a pilot test that you have in the country of Georgia with the metro system there. Right. We, we change it many, too many times. We changed our business model, our concept, and one of them was a concept with public transportation where we tested our solution. And uh, in 2019, we, we launched it together with Visa International and Bank of Georgia. We launched the pilot for Belize Metro. And actually, uh, test results uh, were very good. We got good performance. We cover all the process for recognition and, and decision payment decision in less than one second. 
Exactly how does that work? Was this for payment to get onto the metro system in Tbilisi? Uh, it doesn't work right now because Tbilisi metro also is blocked, but uh, we negotiated the next uh, contract with Bank of Georgia and they're ready to scale that, that pilot for, uh, for Hull Station. Uh, and Plus devices, unique devices which we built before for them, they're ready to implement for, for Hull Metro. So we're still expecting uh, the, how uh, how how will how will looks like in the future the situation with COVID, but now uh, our solution looks like contactless, uh, especially for payments and public transportation industry. So how does it work? Does an individual walk up to a, a camera, and the camera either recognizes them or doesn't recognize them? Uh, camera did not recognize uh, everybody. <laughs> It works in the uh, in a very simple way. In Georgia, Bank of Georgia is the market leader, and everybody has uh, their own mobile application, and they realize it's small functionality for the app, uh, just to adding your photo, uh, choose your banking card, and that it. This is the registration process. And the next time when you're going to the metro and try to pass through the turnstile, you just look to the camera, and that it. That's the magic. We capture. We capture your face checking the different parameters, sending for the recognition, and send the request. If you're in a database, you get an access. If not, sorry. <laughs> okay, so it's actually tied into the individual's banking card. Right. This is not, not for everybody. You need to, to be registered in the, the mobile banking app at your face, then you can try the service. And is Georgia the only place where you're doing a pilot test right now? Not yet. Uh, we proceed in the same activities with uh, Kiev Metro and with MasterCard, but unfortunately we didn't start that project uh, because of COVID-19. So we're planning to move again with Georgia, with Georgia, with Bank of Georgia. And I understand you're also looking at the banking area, the retail area, the insurance area, and gas stations. How will you serve them with your application? Many of that businesses, they already have uh, their own application or, or online services. And they already provide different options for existing customers. So for us, it's very easy to integrate. Just uh, integrate some functionality into the app. Uh, I mean the functionality which, which gives us, gives us access, an access to the front camera of your uh, smartphone and you get a photo. And that's it. So then you can implement this usability and the different services. Let, let's say to pay with your face to get the loyalty points without any plastic loyalty cards or or proof your liveness check if it's needed for us, let's say for financial services, if you want to replace your ID, if you wanna if you wanna increase your online payment limits and the bank also asking about uh, identity verification for those uh, use cases. And I'm curious if you've had any resistance from any of your potential clients over the idea of using facial recognition to identify people to connect with banking cards and so forth. Or have there been any questions about ethics on this? For example, uh, can an individual opt out of this application if, if a client is going to use it full scale. Could you bring me some example? Well, there's been a lot of 
press about what's being done in China with facial recognition, basically following people around on the streets. Have you experienced any issues like this, for example, in Georgia, when you were testing out your application in the metro system? Did anyone say to you, well, we don't really think that's a good idea? You know, every time uh, we have two, two kinds of opinions. One of them are haters, and then uh, the second part is our followers. Most of them uh, told us that they, that they appreciate this, uh, this kind of product. Let's discuss about China. Very good, very good uh, use case. You know, when we started in 2017, I, I, I didn't find any video in uh, Google about China. And during two years, they implemented uh, facial recognition in different industries and areas. That's the magic. And during the COVID-19, also European people changing their mindset and they're not worried about uh, facial recognition or about the biometric data because they now they are understanding that it's needed. But also, I, I, I saw that many young people, they, they are expecting such technologies or such products because they think it's very, it's very convenient for them. And uh, some old, uh, old, oldest people, they are caring about, about privacy. And who is your main competition out there for this application? You know, that market too many competitors right now. Uh, and some companies focusing to building technology and algorithms, some companies building some products, products or sub-products. We're focusing in another approaches. we building collaboration with uh, build companies like NEC Corporation, AWS, uh, with Intel RealSense, with NEC. Uh, sorry, NEC with Aeon, which is a subsidiary company from SS. And that way, it gives us different opportunities. So, uh, without, without comparing uh, with, with, with different competitors, because everybody doing uh, something different. So, uh, to be honest, I'm not checking <laughs> too many competitors. But we have two, two small startups, also one from Russia and one from uh, USA, from Miami. So we, we try to analyze uh, their products and to, com and, and to compare with, with other. And how have you funded the company so far? Is, are you basically, as they say, bootstrapping it? Or do you have any investors at this point? We have an investor. It's a business angel from Munich. This is the first person who believed in us. <laughs> uh, but we're still bootstrapping. Now we're still funding. We we earn money with pilot projects, and we moving on that way. But we also are seeking uh, seeking money from uh, smart people and try to engage also smart money and smart people in the boat. And do you have any plans to move beyond Ukraine and Estonia? For example, do you think you'll ever open an office in Western Europe or in the United States? Not yet. Uh, now we're planning to launch this online platform and promote them using online channels. So for such kind of product, it's not needed to, to, to be located in North America um, or in, uh, in Europe. So planning to develop our, uh, our team and Lviv. That's the plan. Yuri, unfortunately, we're almost out of time. But I did want to ask you one last question. What has been the major challenge for you in getting Riddle Tag off the ground as a company? You know, the main challenge was to stay alive during uh, during two and a half year. That was the main challenge. 
because uh, in Ukraine it was very hard for me to try to get some funding uh, for product which doesn't exist, for for product which goes to the market which doesn't exist. So what was that was a challenge, and in my heart and I, I deeply understood that I just need to moving and moving and uh, tried to find my place on the market and in 2020 it's very visible that market were uh, still growing especially for facial recognition products and company and has COVID-19 affected any of your business plans yes we change it uh, our plans very fast because we understood that we we need to move online as, uh, in, in, in the match, we lost 50,000k contracts. So the COVID-19 helps us, you know, to to understand where is our gaps, where is our mistakes. Yuri, I want to thank you so much for being interviewed today. Thank you. This is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition, a monthly podcast series about Ukrainian tech startups and IT companies and their efforts to go global. I have been speaking with Yuri Holozinets, who is the CEO and co-founder of a facial recognition technology company called Riddletag. Until next time, that's all for now.